0: The presenting sponsor of Behind the Beak is Down in Front Productions. DIFP is a video production company located in Birmingham, Alabama, that strives to provide high-quality video services for your business or event at very competitive prices with a personal approach. They specialize in sporting events, weddings, and business videography, but also provide recording and video editing work for other events such as seminars, commercials, and concerts. Give Dustin and the crew a call at 205-588-0868, or visit them at difpbham.com. That's d i f p b h a m.com to see how they can help you. Down in front productions, the presenting sponsor of Behind the Beak. The throw. down the sideline, Hester caught it, Ten, five. touchdown, touchdown State. He'll lose traffic, he'll drive it, down and he's it in, oh my, Jamal Gregory, highlight real time, Sports Center top 10 time.
1: This is Behind the Beat, the official
0: podcast of Jacksonville State Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tyler Brown. Hello everyone and welcome into Behind the Beak, the official podcast of Jacksonville State Athletics. This is episode number 16 of the series and if you missed last week's installment, episode number 15, it featured Athletic Director Greg Seitz and Dr. Jeff Ryan from the JSU Department of Emergency Management. They gave us an update on athletics and the state of the university as we navigate through the COVID-19 pandemic. It's a good episode with a lot of great information. If you missed it, you should definitely go back and give it a listen. All previous episodes of the podcast can be streamed at jsugamecocksports.com slash podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. I hope that everyone that has been able to self-isolate is doing so and that it is going well. Most JSU employees have been home since last Tuesday, so I've been keeping busy with putting together puzzles and owning every video streaming service that's available. And I'm recording this week's episode of the podcast from my kitchen table. I dialed up this week's guest, Jason Burnell, on the phone a few days ago, so you'll have to excuse the quality of the recording. There are some pops and clicks from the phone that we don't normally get from our face-to-face interviews, but J.B. was a two-year letter winner with the Gamecock men's basketball team from 2017 to 2019. He holds JSU's Division I single-season marks for points and rebounds. Along with a number of accolades, he was named to the NABC Division I All-District First Team. 2018-19 preseason All-OVC team and the 2019 All-OVC first team as a senior. And as a junior, he was named to the All-OVC newcomer team. He is currently playing overseas in Italy where the coronavirus has almost completely shut down the country. Jason has only left his apartment for groceries and essential items. Today, we'll discuss how he's handling the current situation in Italy, what he's doing to keep busy, and catch up with how his rookie season in professional basketball is treating him. Ladies and gentlemen... Here's this week's guest, Jason Burnell. Joined on the podcast today by former Gamecock Jason Burnell, who's in Cantu, Lombardi, Italy, playing his first season in the LBA, that's the Italian League Basketball Series. JB, welcome to the show.
1: Uh, Thanks for having me.
0: I I wish we were talking under uh, some better circumstances. You are in uh, Italy, where just like uh, in the U.S., the coronavirus has been the number one topic of news and you guys um italy has been in the news a lot lately for uh the lockdowns and the quarantines and everything going on if you would just to lead this off give us a overview of what things are like over in italy right now
1: really quiet um you know everybody over here is kind of in a panic but uh you know my team has been taking good care of us Uh, we basically have been practicing just been stuck in my apartment um I can leave to go grocery shopping but that's about it and it's been tough over here but uh you know it's definitely um I've been pleased with how the clubs handle everything and I've been taken care of I'm fine I'm healthy so everything's good on that part
0: you're in your first season with Palacanestro Cantu which is is basketball in Italian and then Cantu is the city you're playing for this is your first season with them and you guys haven't made it through your schedule completely yet you like we were talking about earlier, you're uh, season suspended right now.
1: For sure for sure season suspended as far as I know right now they're looking at different formats to figure out how to finish up the season um So April 3rd they'll reevaluate everything um the best thing I'm doing right now is just staying in shape and being ready to um, and be ready for when the time comes what happens next.
0: About how many games do you guys have left on your schedule right now?
1: Uh, we have to, 12 games left.
0: So you guys, through the majority of your season, and then I guess much like everything going on here is you're looking at playoffs, championships, and how those will be decided. Did you guys, like the NCAA had talked about before canceling the tournament, was there ever talks about playing in an empty arena or did you guys ever play in an empty arena because of the virus?
1: Uh, actually, our game that was supposed to be on March 8th was going to be played in an empty arena. And then we figured out March 8th that morning that we won't be playing at all. So, uh, yeah, there was talks of it. There were talks of playing in an empty arena. Um, that's what we was known for on March 8th going into the game against a team called Cremona. But uh, they just canceled, suspended the league after that that morning. So, as far as that, yeah, there's been talks of, you know, continuing the league out with no fans, but we'll see what happens.
0: Whenever you uh, heard about all the news going on over here in the United States, uh, what were your initial thoughts, you know, that you've, you're already living in kind of like the epicenter of things that are going on in Europe, and now it's made its way over to the U.S. What were your initial thoughts whenever you had heard people were beginning to get sick over
1: here? Uh, it, just, it was kind of a shock. I mean, I, I never thought, especially going into my rookie year, that something like this would happen And um. You know, ten, you know, usually things like this, you know, you think about like the swine flu and all that the Ebola stuff that was going wrong around. And, you know, these type of precautions weren't taking place. And now it's kind of a bit of shock, like no March Madness, um, no NBA, NBA suspended. You know, it's, it's kind of like it's just shocking. I was kind of surprised, you know, to say the least. And it, it's been like it's just it's, it's hard to get my mind wrapped around it, but it is what it is.
0: What would you say to the student athletes, baseball players, softball players, the basketball players that aren't going to be able to participate in the tournament that you know possibly earned a spot in the tournament? What what would be something that would you would say to them that you know you are already kind of going through something this like this where you're at? What's something that you would say to them uh, in order to help them kind of get through this moment where you've practiced all this year? Leading up to the tournament, or if you're a baseball or a softball player, you've practiced all of this off season, getting ready for your season, and now, you know it's it's come to a grinding halt.
1: Uh I'll, I'll basically just tell them to stay positive. I mean, whatever happens, I mean, I, one thing I've done a lot is prayed and and, and looked to God in a situation like this, and I mean it's unfortunate. Uh, I was telling my dad, I was, for me personally, I was just getting comfortable. I was playing at a very high level. As a rookie in a very tough league, and uh, for this to happen was kind of a bummer to me, because I was really excited for what I was going to do, and my team was going to do in March. And um, I think the biggest thing is you just got to stay positive, and you got to just stay in shape and stay ready. You never know. I mean, uh, when things get reevaluated, I feel I, I do feel bad for a lot of student student athletes, though. You know, you worked hard. You know, from a basketball perspective, you worked hard to be playing the March Madness, and. You know, from a softball and um, baseball perspective, you worked all year in the off season. The season comes, and just like that, is canceled, and it's a big bummer. But I think the one thing you got to do is just stay positive and and just know that you know your hard work eventually will pay off in somewhere in the long run. And I think I hope the NCAA does give those spring athletes another year eligibility because they definitely deserved it. And um, I just hope the NCAA does right by those students.
0: And I think that's already in the talks. I believe that they are going to give a blanket red shirt to basically everyone not just seniors it's it's going to be a blanket red shirt to everyone so there's there's positives there that they're they're already looking at things like that and they're trying to make it right for the student athletes so there's some some good news coming out of it already jb you talked about just a few moments ago something that your team is doing to help you guys during this situation and keeping you guys healthy what's some of the stuff that your team can is doing and things that the lba is doing to keep you guys healthy and to uh keep you guys taken care of?
1: Uh well one thing is they they've canceled practice and um so we've been stuck in our apartments. You know, my general manager, he uh texts he, he texts me, make sure I'm doing good, make sure I'm okay, you know, especially being young and being out here alone and not being able to do what you love to do is tough. So uh they definitely check in on us, make sure we're doing well. Um the city of Cantu has been great. Also, you know, there's a few restaurants that still open. Like I mean we're a little bit more uh, serious than uh, America, like restaurants are closed. It's like a ghost town out here. But uh, they, um, they done, they done, they've been very supportive and helpful in this moment, in this time. Uh, you know, so one of my teammates went home. They let him go home. Uh, they've been very supportive, and I couldn't, I couldn't ask for my, nothing more from them. You know, they sent us a little workout schedule to do while we're in our apartment, just to make sure we're staying in shape, shape, and keeping our bodies, you know, well and fit. And you know, they've been, they've been wonderful during this time.
0: Did you have thoughts about coming home or were you kind of decided on you were going to stay there and kind of hunker down?
1: Yeah, I, I kind of stayed. Um, you know, I talked to my agent, you know, spoke to a GM, and I thought it was best for me to stay. Um, never know what's going to happen. The league was suspended. You know, it wasn't canceled. So as far as it being suspended, that means, you know, the league, they have hopes of the league starting back up. So I, I, I had in my head that I was going to stay home, stay here and just, you know, stay fit, stay healthy, stay try to stay in shape. And when the time come to be ready to play, just make sure I'm ready to play.
0: We're all hoping that uh, things will get better, that you guys will be able to get back to playing soon. JB, you're in your first year in the LBA, like you were talking about. You're playing at a high level. Up until this point, how's your rookie season been?
1: Oh, it's been good. It's, it ha- it's been some ups and downs, though. I mean, coming in, I was playing. I was. I wasn't playing much. I was playing about 10, 15 minutes. But I started. Uh, you know, once I got comfortable, I played. was started playing at a very high level. Have some real good games together and like I said this is this is a tough league this is probably outside the NBA one of the top three domestic leagues in the world so it's a lot of former NBA players in here some future NBA players in here some guys that have been in and out of the NBA and you know just some really really great overseas players and um I've been I've been I've been holding my own playing real well I had a few 20-point games had a, had a double double against a euro league team the euro league is the second best league outside of, uh, outside the NBA. So, uh, you know, it's been, I've been, I've been, I've been playing at a high level. I've been getting comfortable and, um, you know, everything was going good and I was excited for what the future holds.
0: What is the biggest transition from college ball to professional ball in Italy that you're playing? What was, uh, what, what's the pace of the game? Like what's, what's the biggest differences between these two sports?
1: Uh, The biggest thing is, is, is the footwork is a little different. The, the thing that certain things they call travels in the uh, college age. i mean they, that they don't call travel in college and they call travel over here so i spent a good week with our assistant coach after practice for about 10-15 minutes just working on footwork stuff making sure you know i don't get called on travels and stuff like that and then the physicality uh the physical is much more physical out here you know i went from college last year shooting 150 plus free throws to now 20 games in i've only shot I haven't even shot 30 free throws. So it's it's definitely a lot more physical and um the pace of the game is so much faster and uh, you know you're playing with guys that really know how to play basketball and um so it's much faster, much more physical, and it took me a little it took me a little time to get adjusted to that, but once I got adjusted to that, I've been playing at a real high level and I've been I've been doing really
0: good. Right after graduation, you got a workout with the Boston Celtics, got a shot with them and then you wound up Still playing professional ball in Italy. Tell me about that journey from graduation to getting that workout in the NBA to getting this pro spot that you have now. What what's the journey been like?
1: Uh, it's been it's been it's been a tough one. I mean, all summer I was working out like uh, I haven't had a break from basketball in about 13 months. So uh, I've been I've been at it. I've been up and at it. You know, with getting ready for my senior year, then playing my senior year, then training for my pro year. And the workout with the Celtics was great. Um, the Celtics, you know, the the staff of the Celtics was great. The, the, I worked out with some high caliber players, and I uh, got some good feedback. And um, you know, being out here, I still got some NBA eyes on me. Um, being in Italy, it was a bit of adjustment. You know, of course, you go into a whole different culture, a whole new different country, and uh, living out here by myself has been, it's been, it's been, it's been it was a it was an adjustment. It took some adjusting, but once I got adjusted, I was fine. The fans here, the the staff, you know, my teammates, it's all been love and I love being out here and uh just stay like just day prayed up and praying to God and God been guiding me and I'm just following his path.
0: What is your goal say uh next five to ten years? Where do you see yourself?
1: Uh I see myself in the next five to ten years, either in the Euro League or NBA. Uh those are the two best leagues in the world and I see myself playing those leagues, talking to my agent and um Talking with my my circle, there's without a doubt my mind. I'll be there sooner than later. I just gotta keep working, keep God first, and um, just keep staying humble. Uh, that's the biggest thing about my journey. I've been I've been knocked down a few times in my journey. You know, not being being told at George Southern I wasn't good enough, going to Code, going to Jacksonville State. So it's been it's been a long journey, but um, I always believe that you know if I keep working hard, I stay humble, and I do the right thing, I'll be I'll be fine.
0: What was the culture shock like when you first moved there? And then especially like you talked about living by yourself, uh, you, uh, from Deland, Florida, you played at Georgia Southern for a year, Juco for a year, and then you were here at Jacksonville state for two years. And during that time you were, you were able to kind of stay in the South, but now you're six time zones away and you're by yourself. What was it like to move to a different country and then to also kind of be on your own during that journey?
1: Uh, It was good. I I did a lot of self-reflection, you know, reflecting on myself. I got to know myself a little bit better. Um, And I just got to, you know, I had to grow up a little bit, you know, um, being out here by myself. You know, I got cooked, got to cook a lot more, got to clean a lot more, got to make sure everything's good, you know, take care of myself. And um, I I did that. Uh, It was was really tough, too, because I came, like, my birthday's on August 15th, and I came out here, like, three days before my birthday. So that was even more tough. And it was uh, it was it was it was humbling, and it was it was good though, because you know I'm, I'm blessed to be able to be in the position I am. You know, not many people get to play this bas- this game of basketball in college, let alone professionally. So, I'm letting this ball take me places. I'm letting God lead the path, and I'm just, I mean, it was a transition, but once I got adjusted, I was fine, and I've been doing well.
0: Have you had a chance to come back home and visit, or have any of your family flown out to Italy to see you since you moved?
1: Yeah, my uh, my mom and dad. I mean, my mom and grandma came out here. Um, and then I went back home in February and my girlfriend came out here in November, in uh, October, November, November. So I've had people come out here and visit me. Um, you know, I went back in February and, um, for about a week we had, uh, the national team had like the FIBA qualifiers or whatever. So I got to go home for about five days. So I went back home. I surprised my dad. So it's it's been good. And I've been able to go home and I've been able to see my people too. So it's been good
0: jb two years at jacksonville state 943 points 518 rebounds in your career including uh, georgia southern 1009 points 556 rebounds at the d1 level you left as one of the greatest in Gamecock history won the eagle owl award at the senior banquet last year tell me what your time here at jsu was like
1: Oh, uh, jsu's been great to me uh I remember Coach Harper, Coach Harper, Coach Richardson, Coach Wade, Coach Morton, Coach Show, uh, Coach Herring, great coaching staff. I mean, uh, Coach Show, when I first got on campus, he really helped transform my body, especially my junior year going into my senior year. I was about 220 and I got to like two forty-two. And that was a big time transformation. And um Coach Harper, man, just the small adjustments he's made with my game um to help me become a better player, and, um, you know, he, he's, been, he's been instrumental to my career. I mean, Coach I remember the day Coach Harper offered me a scholarship, uh, you know, just from seeing me play one time. And as soon as I was ready to come on the visit, ever since I've been on my visit, it, it just felt like home, and I knew instantly Jacksonville State was the place for me. Uh, and it's been great. You know, uh, I won 47 games in two years, the Eagle Hour Award, first team on conference, newcomer team my junior year. And I couldn't picture another place other to be than the Jacksonville State University.
0: Do you still keep in touch with the coaching staff often?
1: Oh, yeah, I, I do. Talk, I talk to Coach Richardson very often, still help him with some recruits every now and then. I talk to, um, you know, Mo. Mo like Maurice Dollar. That's like my brother. I talk to him every day, literally every day. He talks to me every day, Call, talk to him every day.
0: Mo was out you know, at a to- basketball game not too long ago. I think he came to a couple of home games this year.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah he, he still comes down there. You know, he calls me every time he's down there. he calls me every day. So, uh, I know he's uh, – that's my brother for life. So, I uh, keep up with him and uh, still talk to some of the guys, Christian, Marlon, Jamal, check in on them, make sure they're doing good. And, uh, you know, make sure, you know, you know, we're going to be brothers forever. We had a bond. And, but, you know, especially Mo, you know, Mo, that's that's like my brother, you know, probably, you know, that's going to – he been there. He was there the first day I got Jacksonville State. He was there the last day I was there. So, that's my boy.
0: What's the thing that you miss most about Jacksonville State or maybe even just the city of Jacksonville? What's something about this place that you miss most?
1: Uh I miss playing the Pete the most. I I just the atmosphere, you know, scene when I came on my visit, my sophomore year and when I was in college seeing about it was probably about 20 people in the stands. To when I came there got me there my senior year, it games were almost sold out. And it's just like it's just to turn a program around and be a part of that change and just see how much Jacksonville State has grown, you know, um, On just not even outside of basketball, just on campus. You got, you know, the, the weight rooms being remodeled. Uh, you know, they build new dorms. It's, it's just wonderful how much has changed in such a short time. And to be a part of that process was great. You know, I, I always got to say Coach Harper messed with me all the time. I miss Coop. I love me some Coop. Yeah, so <laughs> I got to make sure when I'm back there this summer, I got to go get me some Coop.
0: When can we expect to have you back?
1: Uh, I plan on being back sometime in the summer. I plan on being out there, go probably stay for about a week and a half, work out with Coach Show, work out with Coach Richardson, and being back and be, be around some of the guys playing pickups. So I do plan on coming back. You know, Jacksonville State will always be home.
0: Definitely need to have you back for a game. Uh, I'm sure you saw the tweets. Uh, I know you keep up with the team uh, on social media. New video boards in the Pete have been a huge addition. It would be fantastic to have you out for a game.
1: Yeah, hope hopefully, hopefully next year I'll try to make one. Depends where I'm at next year with everything with my season. But uh, definitely I do want to try to make it back for a game and be back there to see the guys play again the Pete and just be be in the atmosphere again. Like I said, I love Jacksonville, Alabama, and it's, it's it's been a wonderful place to play my two years of college basketball, wish I could have all four years there. But, you know, it was a great place, and it's, it's, it will always be home.
0: Well, JB, we're getting close to closing it out. I've got a few questions for you, a new segment that we're doing. Uh, called Did You Know, and I've got a few questions here for you, and give me your best answer on them, and uh, maybe we can divulge in it a little bit more. Uh, I'll ask you about five or six questions. We'll see how it goes. You ready to go? I'm ready. What is a food that you can't stand?
1: Mac and cheese.
0: Mac and cheese. That one's interesting. What about mac and cheese don't you like?
1: I don't know. am I'm not I'm not like... Collard greens, mac and cheese, stuff like that. I, I'm just not big <laughs> on that type of stuff. So I, I can't eat it. I just can't stand it.
0: What's the most starstruck you've ever been?
1: I would probably have to say, out here, we were playing a team called Venice, and I was guarding Austin Day. And he played at Gonzaga. I played with him on a few 2Ks. And I just couldn't fathom in my head that I was like, I was guarding him. Like my coaches asking me to guard him. It was just. It came through like I was guarding him. I was doing well on him, and it just like threw my head the whole game. I'm like, wow, I'm really guarding this man. Like, I used to play with this man in 2K, and now I'm on the court with him. Like, I seen this man get drafted. I seen him play at Gonzaga. So, I'll probably say that was probably the most probably strong struck I ever did.
0: Who's your favorite athlete of all time?
1: Favorite athlete of all time, I will have to go with. I'll have to go with LeBron. I'm gonna have to go with LeBron James.
0: If you could take anyone from history to lunch, who would it be?
1: I would say, I would say uh, John Dillinger.
0: <laughs> What's the best advice that you've ever been given?
1: My dad always told me, told me uh, freshman year when I was going through all that stuff with Georgia Southern, being told I wasn't good enough. He always said, "The cream always rises to the top," and that was probably the best advice he ever I've ever received in my life because it's true.
0: Of your JSU teammates, who is the best 2K player and who's the worst
1: I'm the, Jason Burnell is the best 2K player and the worst 2K player is Marlon Hunter
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then JBU uh, that's one of the ways you've been keeping busy during all of this quarantine and all this lockdown was video games what video games are you playing that's keeping you busy
1: I play 2K I play. Call of Duty, and that's about it. And then i got some few games on my phone that I play, like Diner Dash. Uh, Like, i got these puzzle games on my phone, and that's about it.
0: Well, JB, we're all thinking about you. Hope that everything uh, turns out well over there. Hopefully uh, this virus will begin to dissipate, and you guys can get back to action, get you guys back out on the court, but obviously, what's most important is your health, and we hope that you're safe, and uh, hope that uh, you stay healthy through all of this, and We hope to see you soon over the summer.
1: Yes, sir. I can't wait. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Of course, as always, fear the beak and stay cocky. I miss my Jacksonville State family. I can't wait to be back soon.
0: That'll do it for this week's episode of Behind the Beak. Be sure to join us next week for another installment. Until then, I'm Tyler Brown saying thank you for listening and go Gamecocks. This has been Behind the Beak the official podcast of Jacksonville State Athletics. Look for new episodes each week or browse the archives on the Apple Podcast app or by visiting jsugamecocksports.com. For more on Jacksonville State Athletics, visit the official website of the Gamecocks, jsugamecocksports.com, and follow JSU on social media by searching at JSU Gamecocks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.